Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Down to the 15, 10, 5, and touchdown, Edison Chargers. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? On the screen, he breaks a tackle down to the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Tigers. And I don't see any flags. Dugout, back line by Stang. Back over. Dugout by Yoder this time. Now over for Brooks. Tips. And Brooks wins it. Snap to C.J. Stroud. Hans Henderson running up to the Rutgers 40, to the Rutgers 30. And he's gone to the 10, to the 5, and end zone. Touchdown, Travion Henderson. Swung on, hammered to deep right. There she goes. Gone. Jose Ramirez does it again. Why don't you do something with your life? (laughs) Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. It's now time for the Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldev's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Domino's Pizza, and Westside Sunoco on the Sports Voice of the Firelands 95.3 WLKR. Good morning, folks. Welcome to the Locker Room Show. I'm Josh Bowman here, and uh, ready to entertain you on this Saturday morning, uh, 9.02 the time, 41 degrees outside, and we're going to talk a lot of high school football here this morning. Going to recap uh, last night's ball games, talk to some coaches, and get you ready for uh, uh, some uh, sports today. Of course, the Cleveland Guardians. We'll talk with Jim Rosenhaus coming up here later on in the program about today's Game two in the wild card series. Of course, the Guardians winning yesterday in game one, two to one. We'll also talk a little Buckeye football today. We'll talk with Mark Lane, sports roundtable, and we'll have a lot of fun. And let's, let's get the fun started here, folks. Ty Stevenson joining us here, Western Reserve head football coach. Good morning, Ty. Got to be feeling good after a nice win last night. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks guys for having us on. Yeah. I thought our kids played well. We came out of the gate strong. I uh, had a couple, you know, touchdowns early on. Got a got a punt return for a touchdown from Mutt Grandy. So, all we played early, and you know, kind of set the tone. So, kind of set the tone early, pretty well there, and got moving. Yeah, Mutt Grandy had you had you a nice ball game last night, uh, running the ball. I mean, uh, receiving the the football and and that punt return. Uh, he he was a, a pretty key uh, key cog to your win last night. He was had a couple had a couple big third down catches and uh, I don't remember if one, one was for a touchdown or not but I know two big third down deep balls that he caught plus that punt return. Um, Chris Buchanan I know had a couple nice catches and I thought our running backs with uh, Connor and Connor and Logan and Rhett running the ball I thought did a nice job. Yeah, getting a Firelands Conference win last night, getting you guys uh, back to 500 and uh, right now uh, you're sitting uh, in, in the playoffs, uh, number 12 seed. Uh, talk about how uh, important it is, you know, to keep on winning and uh, get yourself a, a, into the playoffs regardless of a home game or not. Sure, you know, it, it's going to be big. We have a couple big games here coming up and you know, we feel like if we're, if we're able to play well in those, hopefully we can, you know, find a way to squeak out some wins and then and it looks like we'll probably be, if we can win both of those, maybe around 11 or so in the playoffs, which, you know, it's really, if you can't get a home game, it is what it is. You really hope your matchup is good, so you're just kind of looking at who's going to be on the other side of that bracket from you, and hope you get a, a matchup that's favorable to you, and then, you know, you never know when you make the playoffs. 
That is true. Uh, talking with Ty Stevenson, Western Reserve head football coach, getting a win last night, 40-14 to over Monroeville. And uh, important, too, uh, going on the road there, a little bit of a tough environment there in Monroeville with the fans on top of you and, uh, uh, you know, just uh, no, no track there on the field. And uh, just, uh, you know, a Firelands Conference road win is pretty important to you. Yeah, you know, any time in beating I'm telling you, Monroeville's got some really nice athletes, uh, some big kids up front. You know, they're playing a lot of young kids, playing a lot of sophomores right now. But those guys play really hard, um, so they're you know they're definitely going to get things going here pretty quick. And you know we're we're glad that they didn't turn around and you know last night as far as our sake went. But you know, I think Coach Nestor does a good job, and then he'll continue to keep those guys working. And then they showed some you know some sparks of things, and, and they'll put it together a little better each week. Yeah, and you guys uh, last night defensively, you know, holding Monroeville to just a couple of scores there. Uh, talk about uh, your defense last night and what was key. Yeah, I thought our defensive line played really well. Gavin Smith, Preston Ernsberger, uh, Riley Supek, I thought did a great job up front for us. Um, got a lot of good penetration. Not, you know, sometimes penetration can be bad, sometimes it can be good. Uh, I thought they got a lot of good penetration on our backers, did a good job filling things. Um, so, you know, we've, our defense has really probably been our, our strong point all year and played pretty well for the most part. So we're happy with the way they're progressing. And, Coach, uh, you mentioned uh, South Central, I believe, coming to town next. And uh, we'll have that ball game here on a 95-3 next week. And I know South Central presents, uh, you know, that they have a you know, nice passing attack there, some good athletes, uh, quarterback uh, Brandon Mitchell there. Uh, talk about the matchup with the Trojans. Yeah, you know, they, they got athletes, you know, they trot six, seven, eight of them guys out there that can all catch it and run, and, and uh, the, the running back and haulers runs the ball really hard. Uh, Brandon Mitchell's obviously thrown for about a million yards this year, so he, he's very good, and, and, you know, the, the hardest part about them, too, is if you, if you defend the pass, he's gonna, he's gonna run a quarterback draw, or they got a couple different schemes there on inside, and like he does a really good job, so they pose a lot of problems, or, you know, they're, they're, they probably have one of the biggest lines up front that we'll see. They got a big 290 pounder. Um, and, and Brian Kiesel does a great job with their strength program in the off season. So you know they're going to be strong and physical. Um, so yeah, they pose a ton of problems, and we're you know hoping that we can match up and, and do okay. All right, Ty, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, good stuff, and uh, we'll see you next Friday night on the radio. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks. Go Guardians today. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. Have a good day. All right, Ty Stevenson there. <clears throat> Excuse me, head football coach. At Western Reserve, getting a nice win of 40 to 14 at Monroeville last night, improving to four and four, three and two in the Firelands Conference. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that game last night on 92.9 WLKR Classic. Let's go ahead and uh, check out some other games from last night. The game we had here on 95.3. What a ball game that turned out to be. Perkins, uh, 21 to 19 winners at Norwalk. Norwalk. Had a chance in the final minute. They scored a touchdown, I believe, with 52 seconds left and went for two to tie the ball game. On a, and on a passing play, it fell incomplete in the end zone. And that was pretty much the ball game there, 21-19. Perkins holds on for the win. Also, uh, Oak Harbor over Edison on K96 last night. Oak Harbor defeated Edison 28-14. to uh, Firelands Conference, other scores from last night. Mapleton on the road at South Central, 46-27 victory. Crestview a win at Plymouth, uh, win at Plymouth last night, 39-13. Other SPC Bay Division games, it was Port Clinton, 68-13 over Willard. Uh, that was kind of a shocker right there. 
Also, uh, Huron, an easy win at home against Vermillion, 51-7. to Looking in the SBC Lake Division, the rest of those ball games there, Tiffin Columbian, a win at Bellevue in the game of the night pretty much uh, around the area, definitely in the Lake Division, 33-28. Tiffin Columbian gets the victory in that one. Uh, SBC Lake also, Sandusky and Clyde. Clyde a win at home, 31-7 to over Sandusky. SBC River Division, uh, Gibsonburg a win over Margareta, 29-26. to Northern 10 Conference uh, last night, it was Seneca East, uh, 34, Mohawk, 31. And uh, let's see here, the, the other game of the night in non-conference play, St. Paul now 6-2 and on the year. Coach Livengood, uh, congratulations to him. 300 career wins now. A win at Eden last night, and it wasn't easy. We'll talk to John coming up here about, around 9.30 or so. St. Paul 60 and Eden 52 in that one. Wow, 60 to 52. I believe last year was something like 42-41 or 45-44, something like that. So those two teams, and when they get together, a lot of offense, a lot of fun. So there you go. That's your scoreboard from yesterday. From last night, uh, folks, to get you in the mood for uh, who's coming up next, uh, Jim Rosenhouse with the uh, Guardians Radio Network. How about a couple of highlights from yesterday's Guardians win? Let's start out with the big home run by, you guessed it, Jose Ramirez. One nothing raised the pitch, swing and a high fly ball, deep right center field, Siri at the wall, and it's gone. Can he come through? The answer is infinite. A two-run home run to right center by Jose Ramirez. Guardians on top, two to one. All right, one more highlight for you. This is how the ball game ended. Two to one, Cleveland. Two outs, top of the ninth. A Rose Arena awaiting the two-strike pitch. Here it comes. A swing and a high fly ball to left. Quan is there. He makes the catch. Ball game. Game one of the wild card series goes to Cleveland as they beat the Tampa Bay Rays 2-1 to one on the brilliant Three hit pitching of Shane Bieber and Emmanuel Classe. And the two-run home run by Jose Ramirez to right center in the sixth inning. All right, there you go. Tom Hamilton there on the call on the Guardians Radio Network. And we'll have more Guardians talk coming up next. Jim Rosenhouse. We'll talk to him about the ball game yesterday and also about today's game, too. Again, 11.35 pregame. 12.07 first pitch here. The Guardians and the Tampa Bay Rays right here on 95.3. Your home for Guardians baseball. We'll talk to Jim Rosenhouse next here on the Locker Room Show. Stick around. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. 
And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Here at Smiley Automotive, we aren't all about the cliches. So with the fall seasons approaching, we aren't going to tell you that you can fall into savings at Smiley Automotive. Even though you will. We aren't going to tell you that Smiley Automotive can save you time and money. Even though you can. We aren't going to tell you that Smiley Automotive makes car buying simple. Even though we do. (laughs) Okay, maybe we do have a few cliches, but they are all true. Come see why Smiley Automotive's customers always leave our dealership with a smile on their face. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. Whether you walk or run for fitness, fun, or necessity, I encourage all pedestrians to be alert, be visible, be safe. This is Trooper Cindy Wilt of the Ohio State Highway Patrol's Milan Post. Staying alert and following Ohio's traffic safety laws at all times may help save you from serious injury or even death. You should always wear bright colors and reflectors. And don't forget to carry flashlights during evening and early morning hours. Stroud in the shotgun. Quick snap. Ryan Williams wide right. He gets all the way to the 50. Down to the Minnesota 40. Williams to the Gopher 20-yard line. Down the right sideline. He takes it to the house. Mayan Williams, the touchdown run for Ohio State. This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. It's the first road game of the season Saturday as Ohio State heads to Michigan State. Kickoff at 4 p.m. Maybe joined in progress following Guardians playoff baseball. Buckeye football lives on 95.3 WLKR. The Afternoon Drive with the captain, Chris Morgan. Be sure to tune in for your Monday show starting at 3 p.m. and going until 6.30 as we get you over that case of the Mondays and ready for the rest of the work week. We'll also be prepping for Cleveland Cavaliers preseason basketball at home against Philadelphia with pregame at 6.30. Before then, we'll have a game of music trivia and plenty of music on your Monday Afternoon Drive. Weekdays from 3 to 8 on 95.3 WLKR. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. Swing and a high drive. This is hit a ton. Deep right. Eaton track. Wall. Gone! A two-run home run to right. You're listening to Josh Bowman on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Welcome back here, folks, and good morning. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show. I'm Josh Bowman. Mark Lane will be back with me here in a few. With us right now, we're glad to talk to Jim Rosenhouse, one of the radio voices of the Cleveland Guardians. And, of course, it is playoff baseball time. And yesterday, the Guardians getting a 2-1 to win in Game 1 of the AL Wildcard Series against Tampa Bay. And, uh, Jim, uh, uh, exciting game yesterday, kind of how we thought it might play out uh, with the uh, Two great starting pitchers there uh, for both teams, and uh, just a couple of home runs. The difference in yesterday's game. Yeah, I mean, really a classic, Josh. I mean, 
it was interesting kind of seeing some reaction after the game on the national level. And, and everyone was like, that was like a throwback to 40 years ago where pitchers went deep in the games. None of, none of the going to bullpens and matching up in the fourth inning. Nothing like that. It was two bulldog starting pitchers going at it in a game that was decided by, you know, two key hits. And it took two hours and 17 minutes. And that, you know, that's not the, the, the big story that the time of game, but it was just, it was an old school baseball game. And look, a slugfest back and forth is a lot of fun, but I think we saw just how uh, exhilarating, tension-filled, and everything else you want to call it baseball can be when you get a game like that. And what a big win for the Guardians, because that's a game where both teams had their best starting pitcher throw the ball really, really well, and you hate to lose a game like that, and they pulled it out and won that game. And, and now they're in a great position to, to wrap it today and move on. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, we'll talk more about today's game here in a few. Uh, just going back to yesterday's too, Jim. Uh, like you said, a throwback kind of a baseball game, and uh, that, that's kind of the way uh, both of these teams operate, right? Yeah, not a whole a lot of home runs. The the Guardians second from the bottom in the major leagues in home runs, and and that's okay. That's that's been the way they've played. I don't know if it will catch up to them at some point in the postseason, um, but I think we saw yesterday. They seem to hit enough home runs, and they hit them at the right time. Uh, what happened yesterday was not uncommon during the regular season. So the grand total of home runs is low, but I think when they hit them, and maybe who hits them, um, can have as much an impact as anything. But it was, yeah, some old-school baseball. Certainly going into the series, uh, both teams scrambled to score runs, and they both have great pitching, and that held up yesterday. And, of course, Jose Ramirez coming up big with that go-ahead two-run home run. And uh, how many times have we said it this year, uh, Jose Ramirez coming up with a big hit just when the team needed it? He's incredible, Josh. And, and I'm sure you, you're watching the game and you're like, well, gosh, they can't let Jose Ramirez beat them. The Rays know that. They, they, <laughs> they said it before the series. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. I was talking with some guys in the press box after the game and, and I think the tendency is, well, why would they ever pitch to him? And, um, you know, game situation dictates and things like that. But put yourself in Shane McClanahan. She's, you're a really, really good starting pitcher having a great game. And I'm sure he feels, all right, I can beat this guy. I know it's Jose Ramirez, but I've retired him twice already. Made him look bad and won at that. And, and he's a competitor, too. So, you know, these guys don't want to look in the dugout and see the manager say walk him or pitch carefully to him. And I'm sure uh, he was pitching carefully to him. But that's, it's the game. It's what makes the game great. It's those battles within the game. And you have a really, really good pitcher who's trying to get one of the best hitters in the game out. And, and Jose won that battle yesterday, and it proved to be the big difference in the game. And with the way uh, Shane Bieber pitched yesterday, you know, uh, uh, Emmanuel Classe coming in and uh, getting four outs in that one uh, really sets up today to be a nice game uh, pitching-wise, uh, not really using anybody out of the bullpen. And uh, if Tristan McKenzie can, you know, give you maybe five, six innings here today, it sets, sets up, uh, you know, uh, some good matchups for the bullpen later in the game. I think so, and... and... You know, it might be more coming into play for Tampa Bay. They did not have to use their bullpen much at all yesterday. 
and they might have to more so than the Guardians today. Look, if, if McKenzie's pitching well, he's going to pitch in seven. He's proven that. Um, yeah, pitch well to do it, but he's been really rock solid, steady getting the game deep. But uh, Tampa Bay's going with Tyler Glass now, who's coming off of Tommy John surgery, and this will be just his third appearance. So he's limited. Don't look for him to throw more than 70, 75 pitches if he's throwing well. Um, so they'll need to get into their pen early, but they can do it because they didn't use theirs either yesterday. Clase uh, will be fine. He didn't throw a whole lot of pitches, even though he threw more than one inning. Um, and the rest of it's wide open for the for the Guardians, too. So it's, it's set up nicely for both clubs. I still think it'll come down to, to who pitches better and, and two really good starting pitchers again, which makes it fun. And looking at the lineup here today, do you think uh, you know uh, there's going to be any differences today in the lineup? Uh, maybe Will Brennan getting uh, a start here today, or or, or somebody else uh, fitting in there? Uh, what do you think about today's lineup? I do think they'll they'll get Brennan in there. Um, if I had to guess, just being the lefty righty type of situation. Yesterday they faced the left-hander, so Owen Miller got the start as the DH. I don't know that they'll change much else, but I would not. I, I would say very, very likely that with a right-hander on the mound, left-handed hitting Will Brennan gets the start as the DH. And I would imagine Tito would leave the rest of it alone, um, You know, maybe move some spots in the order around a little bit. But I think in terms of personnel, you might see him flip-flop Brennan and Miller. That's very, very likely. Uh, talking with Jim Rosenhouse here from the Guardians Radio Network. And, Jim, how was the atmosphere there uh, yesterday? I was watching it on TV at home. It uh, seemed like the uh, crowd was really into that ball game uh, uh, from first pitch on last uh, uh, yesterday afternoon. It was awesome. Uh, and, look, is it a challenge, I think, for fans, especially on a Friday for a new start? Absolutely. Uh, there were some empty seats, but not many. It filled in great, and those who were here, and, and they announced the attendance at 30,000, uh, were awesome. They were awesome. And when, when Ozzy hit the home run, uh, when this place gets going, the press box shakes, and the booth was shaking <laughs> when Ozzy hit the home run yesterday. <laughs> and today, they'll fill it to the rafters. I know they're selling standing room. Uh, I know it's been announced as a sellout, but if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, a nice Saturday shaping up here, I want to check it out, you can get standing room. So uh, either go online to, to cleguardians.com or come on down to the ballpark and, and work your way in that way. But uh, there are still some standing room seats, of, uh, seats, but standing room tickets available so you can be a part of it. And if it's, if it's half of what it was yesterday, it'll be a ball because it really was fun. And, uh, Cleveland, you know, it's funny. Uh, the, the regular season sometimes can be a challenge attendance-wise, we know that, but postseason, this place is as good as it gets in Major League Baseball for just off-the-charts craziness and loud and everything else that goes along with it, and it was a great day yesterday, and I'm sure it will be again today. And Jim, before we let you go, uh, you kind of mentioned it earlier on, uh, the keys to this one, what do you think it's going to come down to? Uh, You mentioned uh, the pitching, and uh, that's usually the name of the game come playoff time. Yeah, um, um, Obviously, starting pitching and, and Tristan McKenzie uh, has been as consistent as any pitcher that the Guardians have had, including Shane Bieber. Right? You know, he's kind of matched them start for start down the stretch, so they feel very good about that. Uh, the Guardians got their base hits yesterday. Now, they, they didn't necessarily 
uh, come through with men in scoring position or, or runners on base as much as they'd like. But, uh, you know, they got some infield hits and some bleeders and things like that, which they're known for. Uh, and, and they may have to really scratch and claw for runs again today. But if their stars can come through, talking about Jose Ramirez and maybe a Josh Naylor, the guys with experience, uh, that'll help loosen up the young guys even more. And, and I think they'll see some good things today. They really want to try and wrap this thing today because it would set up the next series beautifully if they can. Uh, but they're taking it one day at a time and see if they can't take care of business here today. All right, good job. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Jim, for all you do and uh, helping us out here on uh, the, the airwaves of Erie and Huron County here on 95.3. Thanks so much. Uh, have, have a good call today. I'm going to be up there today, uh, able to sneak away from the station today and get on up there to the ballpark. So uh, maybe I'll see you there. And uh, thanks so much again, Jim. Have a good call. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, Josh. All right. Excuse me. Uh, Jim Rosenhouse there from the Guardians Radio Network. And, folks, we have a special giveaway this morning here on the Locker Room Show. Who wants a $20 gift card to Slater's Food and Spirits in Port Clinton? They're your new dinner spot for chops, steak, pasta, and the best burger in Ottawa County. Every Tuesday is Burger Day. Fresh beef, never frozen, hand-packed goodness, char-grilled just for you, served with hand-cut fries, voted best burger for seven years in a row. That is incredible. Happy hour kicks off at 3 o'clock, Tuesday through Friday. And if you're looking for live entertainment, join them for Slater's Famous Jazz Night every Wednesday and more live music every Saturday. Uh, check their Facebook for uh, Facebook page or Slater Food and Slater's Food and Spirits dot com. Port Clinton Plaza Shopping Center in Port Clinton. Who wants a twenty dollar gift card to Slater's Food and Spirits? Uh, the number, folks. The first caller to call me and tell me what is your favorite food. Uh, uh, tailgate food. What's your favorite tailgate food? Be the first one to give me a call, and you'll win yourself a $20 gift card to Slater's Food and Spirits. It's, your again, your new dinner spot for chopped steak, pasta, and the best burger in Ottawa County. So let's go ahead, folks, and we're going to uh, go ahead and go to the phone lines here. Let me get this all figured out. All right. Got an echo here. <laughs> Good morning. Who is this? Hi there. This is Dave. Dave, how you doing? Great. Great. Uh, what's your favorite tailgate food? Got to be wings. All right. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Uh, do you like them spicy? Yeah, I like a little bite to them. <laughs> All right. You won yourself a $20 gift card to uh, Slater's Food and Spirits in Port Clinton. And uh, wh- where are you from, Dave? Norwalk. Norwalk. And uh, hang on the line while I'm going to take a break here in just a minute, and uh, we'll get the rest of the info from you, okay? Okay, thank you. I'll stand by. All right, thank you. Uh, Dave there from Norwalk, uh, our winner in our Slater food, Slater's Food and Spirits uh, giveaway here this morning. We'll go ahead and take a break here on the Locker Room Show. And what do I want to play here? How about this one? Coming up next, we're going to celebrate the milestone of 300 wins. John Livengood of St. Paul, the head football coach, of course, there, the veteran head coach. He got a win last night. It wasn't easy, but the Flyers pulled it out. At Eden on the road last night. We'll talk to John Livegood right after this. We'll also have our Domino's trivia question and uh, sports roundtable coming up as well here on 95.3 WLKR and the Locker Room Show. Everybody, stick around.
we knew right away that Ms. Tuttle was having a heart attack, and so we mobilized the lab immediately, even before she got here. I can't thank Fisher Titus enough for giving me a second chance and letting me be with my family. I can assure you that when you come to Fisher Titus, if you're having a heart attack, you will be in extremely good hands. The Fisher Titus Heart and Vascular Team is dedicated to providing highly experienced cardiovascular knowledge, expertise, and care. To schedule an appointment, visit fishertitus.org forward slash heart for more information. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We suck. That's right. We suck out 98.5% of the water, leaving your carpets practically dry. At Baldoff's, we strive to leave your carpets as dry as possible. And also, are you getting sick of scrubbing your tile and grout? Our enclosed pressure washing system will renew your beautiful tile. Call Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning for all your floor care needs at 668-4665. Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. Simple and free. If only everything in life were this easy. Well, at Firelands Federal Credit Union, your banking can be simple and free with their Simply Free checking account. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, free debit card, free online banking, free bill pay, and free mobile banking with mobile deposit. It's Simply Free Checking from Firelands Federal Credit Union. Visit firelandsfcu.org for more details. Firelands Federal Credit Union, why just bank when you can belong? You matter. Don't give up. You are not alone. October is Mental Health Education and Depression Awareness Month. If you or someone you know needs help, know that recovery is possible. The Huron County Board of Mental Health and Addiction Services is here to help. They'll listen, and they'll show you what local resources are available for those dealing with mental health issues like depression, as well as training resources for those who support others. Take the How Are You Feeling quiz on their website, hcbmhas.org. That's hcbmhas.org. Or you can call 419-681-6268 or also find them on Facebook. You are not alone. We grow stronger together. Once again, Cleveland, you will have another October to remember. The Guardians American League Central Division champs for the 11th time. Today, it's the Cleveland Guardians and Tampa Bay Rays in Game 2 of the AL Wildcard Series at Progressive Field. Pre-game, 11.35 a.m., first pitch at 12.07. This is your home for Cleveland Guardians baseball, 95.3 WLKR. The Locker Room Show continues with Josh Bowman on 95.3 WLKR. You love this game. I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it right in our face. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. I love this game. I live this game. There's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession is going to be talent every time. All right, folks, welcome back here to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman here with you this morning. It is 932, 45 degrees outside, and we're going to talk some more high school football right now with John Livengood, St. Paul head football coach. Good morning, John. Uh, you finally make it back there from Eden? <laughs> 
Yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah, it was a late night last night. We got back almost 1 o'clock in the morning. So uh, it was a long day. We had an early release from school and a, and a long trip down there, a long game that was uh, you know, went pretty late and then and a long trip back. But uh, glad to be back, and we're breaking down film right now. All right, you guys, uh, of course, getting the win in a shootout last night over Eden, uh, 60, what, 60 to 52, the final score. And, uh, uh, the big story, John, uh, 300 wins for you. I gotta say, that is uh, so impressive. And, uh, congratulations. Uh, you deserve all the success that, that you do there, uh, John, on everything that you do. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, what's your thoughts about that? I know you're a team guy, and uh, you're all about the team and all about winning and everything. And uh, but uh, on a personal side, what does 300 mean to you? Well, I mean it's it's, uh, it's a nice thing. I mean, honestly, I didn't think much about it. I mean, I was more the number I'm concerned about was that it was our sixth win last night. So the number six was probably more important to me. But you know, to do that, it uh, you know, it's, it's something I'm proud of. But you know, the thing I'll tell you is that that's the result of the, the team effort by everybody. You know, our, our I've been blessed with a lot of great kids that, that work hard. They're, they're disciplined. Um, they put the time in. They're committed. They believe in what we do. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. They're the ones on the field getting it done. You know, I've been blessed with the great assistant coaches, some longtime coaches. That have been with me. A lot of my coaches are former players, and, and uh, you know those guys are putting in a lot of hours. I mean, we got home. Most of us didn't get home till after two a.m. last night, and we we're back here early this morning. And we're starting on film, and they put in a lot of time, and there's a lot of commitment. And you know, the other thing I'll say is that you know I, I've had great administrators and great support staff, whether it's secretaries, maintenance guys. Um, my assistants in the office that, you know, really as an athletic director, it's very difficult to be a head coach and athletic director. And I've had some great assistants that in my office that, that, you know, help cover games and, and do some of the dirty work behind the scenes. And, and, you know, all of those people, the film guys, the guys that strike the field and help mow, I mean, all of the, everybody that's involved in our program contributes. You know, we've got great parents that support our kids and provide meals for them. After away games, they do a team feed on Wednesdays, and you know all of those things combine to see that final result. And, and you know I've been very lucky to have all of those people around me, great people around me, and, and that's, that's a big part of our success. And, and probably last, you know, the, the love and support I've had from my family. You know, there were some times when I was thinking about giving up coaching to, to focus on watching my kids play sports and do things like that, and my kids did not want that. They wanted me to continue with coaching, and, you know, my wife, Chris, who just does a great job taking care of everything at home. I mean, just, you know, I come home to a warm meal every night, but she, you know, other than mowing the lawn, she does everything at home during football. (laughs) You know, you you can't have success without all of those people helping you out and and, uh, sharing the load with you, so it really is a team thing, you know, and and it's been a long-term team thing. Guys like Tom Baker, who's been with me since my second year here, and, and uh, you know, can't say enough about all those people. That's that's the reason we're successful. Yeah, John, uh, that, I think that really says a lot that, uh, you know, your, your assistant coaches, a lot of them are former players and, uh, want to come back and, uh, you know, uh, help you out and be part of, uh, you know, more success, uh, uh with the St. Paul football program and just, uh, athletics in general there at St. Paul. 
Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I've got great people around me. For sure. And let's talk about uh, last night's ball game, John. Uh, when did you? Uh, when did it kind of kind of hit you that uh, this was going to be a, a long night and a, a shootout, and uh, you know uh, it was going to take a lot of points to win that one? Well, we we jumped out pretty quick. We got a, a you know fourteen nothing lead early on, and they uh, they came back put a nice drive together, and then the onside kick, and they recovered. And next thing you know, it's fourteen fourteen, and they're still like seven minutes left in the in the first quarter. You know, and and uh, you know we we knew what kind of offense. You know, we we went against them last year when it was a forty five forty four shootout that we were able to to win. Um, you know, they've got a great offense. Their coach is a great coach. He's one of the top coaches in the state of Ohio, I believe, in running the spread offense and really makes it difficult with the matchups. And, uh, you know, we're, we're banged up a little bit and we lost another starter for last night with, with Ben Berger going down. I mean, he had a really nice first quarter. He had about 140 yards rushing in the first quarter and then he goes out and he's one of our top defensive starters that was on one of their best receivers. And, you start plugging in holes and, and uh, you know, small school football, that drop off a little bit bigger than maybe big school football. And, and uh, you know, but the resilience of our kids to overcome adversity when you've got, you know, you've got to plug in guys at new starting positions and things like that. And, you know, I couldn't be prouder of our kids. They just kept fighting. You know, it's easy when the other team's having some success and, you know, things aren't going your way and you get one of your top players hurt and, it's easy to maybe hang your head and tuck your tail, and our kids don't do that. Our kids just keep fighting hard, and they find a way. And and that's the thing I'm most proud of is that they just, you know, kept on fighting, you know, and they were determined uh, throughout. And, and, and they're that way every week. And, uh, you know, it was really exemplified last night. I was really proud of them. Yeah, uh, definitely. And what a game last night for uh, Quincy Krabs. Uh, what, did he have, what, five touchdowns last night? And uh, just ran the ball all over the place. And like you said, with Ben Berker going down, Krabs uh, really had to, you know, uh, become the, the ultimate workhorse for you, it looks like, last night. Yeah, I told him that after Ben got hurt. I said, you better be ready to carry the ball 40 times. We haven't <laughs> done our stats yet. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he carried the ball close to the head amount of times. And I know uh, Mark Hazelwood from the reflector told me he had him close to 400 yards. So, uh, yeah, he was our workhorse. But, you know, other guys that stepped up that I'll point out, I, I think it's important, Jack Stever, a sophomore, uh, you know, stepped in. We kind of had him into our two-back role, taking the place of Josh Pocos. And, and then when Ben went hurt, got hurt, we shuffled some things around again. And then Xavier Smith, who's our backup tight end, we put him in the backfield. And he dropped there a little bit. But, you know, those two guys stepped up in a big game. And Jack really had, you know, Xavier had some really good blocks. Jack had some good blocks. But, you know, Jack you know, really did a great job running the ball. He had some key carries, especially in the second half, the third and fourth quarter, as we were putting together some drives to finish things off. And the defense was really focusing on Quincy, and we needed that counter punch, and, and Jack provided that for us. And so those guys really stepped up. Our, our offensive line did a great job controlling the line of scrimmage, and uh, they had the box stack against us. And, uh, you know, those guys did a nice job digging them out and creating some teams for our backs to run, and the backs ran hard. And, both tackles and uh, but again, it's the will and the and the determination of our kids that you know takes us through that. And I was really really proud of them. Yeah, uh, I just read the article on the Norwalk Reflector from Mark Hazelwood and uh, Quincy Krabs uh, broke a new uh, broke a school record for yards in a game last night. Unofficially ran for three hundred and ninety one yards 
and 30 on 38 tries. John, you were close to that 40 and five touchdowns. <laughs> what a night for him. Yeah, he, he, you know, Quincy's our go-to guy, and, and uh, you know, as our backs evolve over the years, and, you know, a lot of times those guys that if they're on the field as sophomores or juniors, they're, you know, they're playing our two-back position, and a lot of times they're blocking and sacrificing, and, you know, they kind of slide into different roles. Quincy was a halfback last year, and then, you know, slid into our fullback role this year, and, and you know, it was just kind of our feature back, and, and uh you know, they take their turns. They learn the ropes through blocking and, and, you know, getting some carries here and there. But, you know, they work their way up. And, you know, Quincy's kind of a bell cow this year. And, you know, I, I kept talking to him. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Conditioning-wise, you know, and you need a break. Or you... And he's like, just, hey, I'm good to go. <laughs> so I love this. But I'm good to go. He has just a great attitude and mindset about it, a very determined mindset about it. And really, you know, helps carry our offense, too. Do you know who previously uh, had the the school record? It was 335 yards back in 2012, John. Do you? Mike, Michael Griffin, I believe. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 335 yards against Crestview back in 2012. But, John, uh, of course, you got a big matchup uh, waiting for you after that big win at Eden. Now Crestview comes to town on Saturday unbeaten, of course, Uh uh, just talk about that matchup. Uh, I know you, uh, your coaches, uh, your players got to be pretty pumped up for that one. We are. And I mean, that's something that, you know, you, know, you start off the season, you, had, you know, two pretty tough scrimmages and then two tough openers and you start off 0-2 and, you know, you got to reset your focus and keep talking to the kids about, you know, what our goals are and what we want to accomplish. And, you know, the goal of being Fireland Conference champs, that was still in front of us, you know. And, uh, you know, you've got to work your way through. There's no easy, you know, game in our Firelands Conference. I mean, our conference games, our schools in our conference are talented. They're well coached. You've got to come and play every single week. And, and we know that, that, that Crestview is the favorite. And our kids have put themselves in good position. You know, they, they put themselves in position in week nine that they get to play for a conference championship at home on a Saturday night. And, uh, you know, they're excited about that. And, and uh, we know the task in front of us. Crestview's very, very talented. They're very well coached. Um, you know, but, you know, our kids have put themselves in this position to be playing for a championship in Week 9, and, and we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, we'll have the game here on 95.3 uh, for sure uh, coming up uh, next Saturday. So, John, thanks so much for giving us a few minutes here this morning. Appreciate it, especially after a long night there over uh, near Indiana. And uh, thanks so much, uh, John. Congratulations on the number 300 once again. And we'll chat with you next week, okay? Thanks a lot, Josh. Looking forward to it. All right. There you go, John. Live and good. St. Paul head football coach, 300 career wins, and uh, nobody deserves the success more than uh, John Livengood does for sure, one of the class guys in our area. So, folks, uh, we'll go ahead, and how about we take another break here in the show? And the lineup is out for the Cleveland Guardians, by the way, and Will Brennan is in the lineup today. I believe he's hitting seventh and DHing today, so... Guardians baseball, 11:35 pregame, 12:07 game two of the AL Wild Card Series here on 95.3. And immediately following uh, the Guardians after the postgame show, after you hear comments from uh, manager Terry Francona, 
You will hear Ohio State Buckeye football around 4 o'clock today. May join it in progress, but we'll get you to the Buckeyes right after our coverage of Guardians baseball wraps up. Ohio State at Michigan State today, a 4 o'clock kickoff. We'll go ahead and take a break. We still have our Domino's trivia question to come, and we're going to hit the sports roundtable right after this. Here on 95.3 WLKR, we'll be right back with the more of the Locker Room Show. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. Domino's carryout deal means you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each when you order online. That's right, $7.99 each every day. Just in case there's any confusion, we've set up a helpful website to confirm if today's a day you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each at Domino's. Just go to HowAboutToday.com to find out if Domino's online carryout deal is valid today. Spoiler alert, it is. Carry out only and online only. Select this offer. Charges may vary. Excludes XL and specialty pizzas. Crust availability varies by size. Local store may charge extra for toppings and sauces. You've been wanting a new Ram truck. Now is the time to get to Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Truck 0% interest for 72 months. Closeouts on the 2022 models and 2023 models are on the way. The easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. SchaeferDanhoff.com to see all of their new and used inventory. Order your vehicle and in just four easy steps, customize your order. Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Route 224 in Willard. Voting can change our world. It can shape my neighborhood. Voting is about our future. Voting matters. But I can't vote. Nope, neither can I. I'm too young. Same. So to all the grown-ups, it's up to you. Our future depends on it. Register to vote. Get registered. We need you. Visit VoteOhio.gov to register online for the November 8th election. Sponsored by Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, aired by the OAB and this station. Tune in Thursday, October 13th for our regular season finale of the Steinolson and Stang CPAs High School Volleyball Match of the Week on 92.9 WLKR Classic. We'll bring you a Firelands Conference rivalry as Monroeville hosts St. Paul. Coverage begins at 545 with match time at 6 p.m. It's all presented by Steinolson and Stang CPAs in Norwalk. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Your radio home for high school volleyball, 92.9 WLKR Classic. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. I'm good with chopsticks, so like I can use them for anything. I'm at the point where I'm almost more inclined to use them than like a spoon or a fork for some things. You know, and it's funny you say that because I will use them for Asian-style noodles. I mm-hmm. find it's easier to eat them with chopsticks than a fork, but I've never considered it for spaghetti or like linguine or anything. And this, I don't know why, because it would be much easier with like chopsticks. Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. You know what they say, fool me once, strike one, but fool me twice, strike three. 
You're listening to The Locker Room Show on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. All right, back here on The Locker Room Show. <laughs> A little extra music for you there at the end. Uh, Mark Lane not available here this morning for the Sports Roundtable, but we're going to bring on his uh, partner in crime, Randy Horde. From K96 High School Football. Good morning, Randy. How you doing? Hey, you brought in the JVs this morning. That's <laughs> nice on a Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, if you say so, okay? <laughs> uh, Randy, of course, uh, you called the game last night. Edison uh, taking on Oak Harbor at home. And uh, just give me uh, kind of your thoughts. Uh, Oak Harbor uh, pulling out the win 28-14. Uh, how did that ball game go last night? Well, it was uh, kind of a tale of two games. Uh, in the first half, Edison came out and some back and forth. I think there were only three possessions in the entire first quarter. Uh, the first quarter only took 20 minutes. Of course, you had both teams just running the ball at each other. Uh, but, uh, you know, Edison came out with almost 200 yards of offense in the first half, and they were up 14-7. Uh, to seven at that point, um, and then um, Oak Harbor in the second half came out, and it was just, uh, you know, the exact opposite. Uh, they did a really great job of making some adjustments at halftime. They were doing some RPOs, the run-pass options, uh, where they were kind of reading the um, defense and uh, running a play based off of what they saw, um, they were in their typical spread, and uh, but uh, the winner kit just had a big night for him. He had over 150 yards rushing on the night. Um, the quarterback, uh, the sophomore, uh, threw the ball real well, and Hayward, their all go-to All-American, All-World, All-Universe uh, back, uh, just had a great game for him. Uh, receiving the ball, running the ball, even ran some wildcat. Uh, he and Witter in the backfield, and uh, they featured him, and uh, he came through big time for him. Uh, and uh, then, um, of course, Old Harbor ended up winning 28-14. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, last night's game on K96. How about last night's game over on uh, 95.3 here, WLKR? I was over there, and I had Josh Margaret join me on the broadcast, and uh, he did an excellent job, by the way, for his first time uh, on the air for a whole game. Uh, had a lot of fun with them. But uh, uh, Randy, uh, 21-19, uh, Perkins escaping as Norwalk had a chance to tie that ball game up with 52 seconds left. Tried a two-point conversion, a pass in the end zone that uh, did not uh, did was not completed, and that was the ball game. That, that shows you, you know, on paper, Perkins was the heavy favorite in, uh, against a winless Norwalk team. But uh, it shows that, you know, y- y- that's why, uh, you know, that's why they play the games. Absolutely, it's why they play the games, and you know, you don't know what uh, Perkins' uh, thoughts were coming into the game. Uh, you know, you, as a coach, you say you take each team seriously and you play you know, at your best level all the time and so on. But realistically, you're dealing with 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kids, and they read the newspaper, too. <laughs> and uh, when they do, uh, they start to 
sometimes believe a little of that stuff of what they're hearing and seeing on social media and so on. So I don't know if it's true or not, but it kind of sounds like maybe uh, Perkins went in, put a couple scores on him, and the kids started to say, well, you know, here we go, we can kind of do this. And uh, kudos to the Norwalk coaching staff and uh, Coach Ziegler. Uh, he didn't let his kids get it down. Uh, they kept playing hard. And uh, as a coach, I always said, you play hard till the last whistle because you never know exactly what's going to happen. And uh, I think that's a very good example of what can happen, especially late in the ball game, uh, where they put themselves in position to tie probably one of the best teams in the area, uh, if not the best team in the area. Uh, they just uh, played lights out, it sounds like, in the second half. Yeah, there you go, talking about last night's Perkins-Norwalk ball game. And, of course, uh, you know, Perkins pulling out that win 21-19. to And uh, we had John Livengood on earlier in the show, Randy. Uh, he, he got a 60-52 to win at Eden last night. And uh, win number 300 in the career of John Livengood. Uh, just talk about, uh, you know... Uh, you know, you know, getting that 300 win, uh, 300th win for him, and just, uh, you know, what kind of head coach he is. Well, you know, I've known John for an extremely long time. In fact, uh, he um, got the head coaching job at St. Paul, I believe, the year before I got the job at Norwalk High. Uh, and John and I have known each other ever since then. Um, and first of all, congratulations to Coach Live and Good. That's a major accomplishment, a major uh, milestone in high school football when you consider there's only 10 regular season games plus your playoffs. Uh, that's a pretty solid uh, resume there. Uh, but congratulations to him. But uh, second of all, I know John well enough to know, and I did not get the opportunity to hear the interview this morning, but my guess is that he kind of uh, deflected all of that off to all of his former players, his assistant coaches, and things like that, just because that's the kind of man that he is, and he stands for all the right things. And then my question to John would have been, were you guys playing, uh, you know, loser walks? Because it didn't <laughs> sound like there was much defense being played. It was arena football, high school style. <laughs> 60 to 52, the final. Uh, Quincy Krabs for uh, St. Paul set a new school record for yards in a game. He had uh, close to 400 yards, uh, I think 389. Let me see here. Uh, 391 is what he had last night. 391 on 38. 38 carries and five touchdowns. So that, bro- <laughs> that, that broke a it's school record. Records they should be. <laughs> Michael Griffin had uh, the previous record of 335 yards in 2012. And I, well, it was funny, uh, since you didn't hear the interview, Randy, I asked John who had, who had the previous record and he said Michael Griffin. He knew it right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what a coach that's been there for, you know, 20 some odd years and, uh, been through all the ringers and everything that it comes with being a head coach that's the kind of things that you remember sports roundtable here mark lane not with us here but randy horde with us here for another few minutes here on the locker room show and uh randy we usually talk some other sports so i'm just gonna you know do kind of a rapid fire here guardians playoff baseball today what a win yesterday also the cleveland browns in action on sunday hosting the chargers and also uh the ohio state buckeyes on the road at michigan state i'll let you give your thoughts on all those if you want 
Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, big win for the Guardians off the bat of Jose Ramirez. I believe it was the sixth inning. Uh, he poked the one that they needed to uh, pick up game one in the uh, wild card series. They play again today, I believe, at noon or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, let's see, the Browns, well, the Browns are the Browns, and <laughs> uh, you're either going to be extremely elated or you're going to be very frustrated. Uh, those are the two groups of fans for the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, they're playing the Chargers on paper. Again, <laughs> talking on paper. Uh, but on paper, it looks like this is one they could be pretty competitive in. Uh, but you never know. It seems like they've got uh, a bug flying around that bites them all the time. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see them pick up a couple of wins here in a row. But uh, it is the Cleveland Browns, and you just have to uh, kind of cross your fingers and hold your breath and hope for the best. <laughs> you do, right? <laughs> um and then, of course, with our Buckeyes, uh, that's one that, uh, you know, I've become quite a fan of college football, um, maybe second only to my love of high school football. And, uh, you know, the, the Buckeyes are playing the way that you would like to see them playing at this point. Um, they have not had, knock on wood, uh, a real letdown so far. Uh, you certainly hope it won't happen today. On paper, again, uh, should be Ohio State uh, with a, a pretty easy walk. But uh, Michigan State has historically always played the Buckeyes tough. And it just seems like uh, you go into East Lansing and the crowd is crazy. I've been in that stadium before for a football game. Uh, when I was in high school, one of our, I was a sophomore. One of our senior tackles uh, ended up playing at Michigan State. And uh, it just, uh, it, we got to go up and watch him play in a game. And it just is an unbelievable atmosphere up there. The green and white shows bright when it uh, comes to uh, East Lansing. And, you know, Michigan State has a history of knocking the Buckeyes off when uh, they really have no business to. So hopefully uh, Coach Day and his staff have the kids ready to go. Coach Knowles has that defense set up the way that it needs to be. And, uh Hopefully they come out of there with a victory. All right, Randy, that'll wrap things up. Uh, thanks for pinch hitting in in a pinch here with uh, uh, for Mark Lane here today. Uh, good good stuff, Randy. Uh, you you have yourself a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch up uh, here in the future. Okay. Okay, sounds good, Josh. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I always enjoy talking football with uh, anybody that'll listen to me, and sometimes with people that don't want to listen to me. <laughs> Me too. (laughs) All right, Randy, take care, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, there you go. Randy Horde there joining us. Sports Roundtable pinch hitting for Mark Lane here this morning. Uh, Let's get to our Domino's trivia question, folks, as uh, we'll wrap things up here. Uh, Let's let's do it on on St. Paul. Uh, John Livengood, of course, getting win number 300 for St. Paul. All of his career spent at St. Paul. So, folks, uh, Quincy Krabs last night broke a school record for yards in a game with 391 and five touchdowns in that game last night. The previous record was Michael Griffin, who ran uh, – this is courtesy of Mark Hazelwood. Well, Michael Griffin ran for 335 yards back in 2012. Uh, who did Michael Griffin run those uh, all those yards against? 
here's a hint. St. Paul is playing them uh, this Saturday, uh, next Saturday. <laughs> so there you go, folks. Give us a call uh, for free Domino's Pizza, 419-663-4953. Sandusky, 419-609-4953. Or toll-free, 866-663-4953. So, folks, uh, give us a call. And uh, that will wrap up the program here, folks. Uh, don't forget, coming up uh, this morning, Zach Dahl will take over for you. And then uh, uh, Cammy Moon will have a couple reports from the Oak Harbor Apple Festival right before uh, the Guardians play at 11.10 and 11.20. She'll have some updates from the Apple Fest in Oak Harbor. Then we'll have Guardians playoff baseball against Tampa Bay, 11.35 pregame, 12, uh, 12.07 for first pitch. And then right after coverage, uh, including the postgame, then we'll go to Ohio State football. They kick off at four against Michigan State. So there you go. I want to thank all of our guests here this morning, Randy Horde, also John Livengood, uh, Jim Rosenhaus, and Ty Stevenson. Thanks to all of our sponsors, and thanks uh, for listening, everybody. God bless you. Thanks for, again, listening to The Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldev's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Domino's Pizza, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Here we go. Thanks for flying with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.